We have another live show for you guys. We're coming back to New York City because I'm back in town. We put something together for May 15th. We're back at Sesh Comedy. Show starts at 7.30. Doors open at 7 p.m. I'm so excited. We loved Sesh when we were there the last time. I'm pumped to be able to do another show back in New York so soon. So Wednesday, May 15th. For tickets, head to our website at findingmrheight.com slash live. That's findingmrheight.com slash live. You can get your tickets right there. That ticket link will be up as you are hearing this announcement. And the venue is BYOB. So if you want a drink, bring a drink. If you like a Diet Coke, bring a Diet Coke. And we're going to hang out afterwards. We can say hello to everybody. Hope to see you all there. See you there. I, I once went on a date and it was at this restaurant in West Hollywood. Um, and the tables were so long. Right? Yes. My date was so far away from me. But I was sitting shoulder to shoulder with the right. person next to me. <laughs> right, right. It was like the whole th- I'm listening yeah. to his conversation yeah. the whole time. And I'm like, what? Yeah. You like it? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Hyde, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host, Rourke. Rourke, happy Sunday. Indeed. It's been a fall festive Sunday for me. My friends and I went to a pumpkin patch. It was very fun. You are really leaning into your commitment to be festive and jolly in the holiday season, and I love I it. Am. I am. I am living up to my goals and my goals and manifestations. I absolutely love it. Thank um, you. Thank you. I am not feeling as jolly today. Oh, no. Okay, but you went to the chaotic party. Did you have a chaotic party? I did. Um, Yes. Not because of like the party necessarily. It was very fun. But I just imbibed a little too much. And uh, so – and then I had like, you know, the like anxiety thing. Of course. That like – does that ever happen to you that kicks in? So – but I used your trick and I put some of my Sunset Lake CBD drops in my coffee this morning, which I've actually been forgetting to do. And I need to like write a note to myself to just do it because it is so good. Not only am I in that habit, I have developed a habit of sort of like, especially if my day is running long and I'm feeling stressed, I am, this is not on video. And so I'm currently reaching over to my desk and revealing my little bottle of my daytime and not like the sleep gummies, the like daytime gummies. Yeah. Uh, I love those gummies. Yeah. And they just, they just sort of give you like a, instead of kind of like a jittery boost from coffee or like something like that, it's just a nice, and it's a little sweet. It's just a little treat in the afternoon. Yeah. It, it evens me. It like takes the edge off my anxiety oftentimes. Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. Which I really like. I was going to say, I think we've said we're talking about our pals at Sunset Lake CBD, but to be more explicit. Yes. To be more explicit, we were talking about Sunset Lake CBD, and the listeners can check them out at sunsetlakecbd.com. Use our code FMH20. You can get 20% off. This code works in perpetuity as many times as you want. Go for it. Thanks, Sunset Lake. Yeah. And yeah, truly. Thank you. Funnily enough, actually, um, the way that we got introduced to Sunset Lake is through Erica. Yes. I was actually thinking about that. Yeah, and they sponsor her pod, Shooter's Gotta Shoot. So yeah. she, when she begins – listeners, when Erica begins talking about Sunset Lake, it, she has been talking about them even longer than we have. Yeah, she has been seduced by their charms for far longer. Indeed. She pulled us in with her is yeah. really what happened. Okay, so tell me about the party. 
It was very fun. I wasn't sure what to expect. And like I thought it was the a great mix of like I guess backing up. She could have very easily just say like, hey, bunch of single people, come to this bar and just be here. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure where it was going to be on the spectrum of between that and like a very structured speed dating type of event. Like I knew yes. it wasn't going to be speed dating. But there are so many things in between. Yeah, true. And I wasn't sure what to expect. We actually recorded with her this morning so and fun. like debriefed the whole event. So listeners will get to hear even more details about like her night, Erica's night, like et cetera. Um, but I thought it was really well done in the sense that it was mostly free form, but she peppered in some structured stuff. So like kind of towards the beginning – Right after it had really started to fill up, it started at nine. So this was probably around like 10, 10, 15, something like that. She did musical cheers, which I had never heard it before. I assumed that she didn't make it up, but I don't actually know that. Where she played a song and you mingle while the song is playing. You don't talk to anyone. You just wander around. And when the song stops, you cheers whoever's in front of you. And then she read out a question and you each answer that question. Oh, that's a great game. It was Awesome. And so it didn't matter like if it's the a person that you're interested in or, you know, your yeah. desired gender or any of that. You just like talk to someone. The questions ranged from like – they were all dating related, but they, they were like on different levels of spiciness. Like one of them was where's the craziest place you've ever had sex? Oh, shit. Yeah. Another one was what's the biggest red flag about you? Okay. Oh, what'd you say? Uh, I talk about my dating life on TikTok. Good answer. Yeah. It's built in. So it was really cool and it was like a way to force people to mingle in a way that didn't feel forced. Yeah. No, that's enjoyable. That, that sounds fun. Yeah. And then what it did is that like – so then she kind of jokingly said over the mic, she's like, so if you see a hottie, mingle their way so that when the music stops, like you might be near them. But it also gives you a really good built-in way to talk to someone later. So true. You have little openers. Yeah, to be like, oh, you're the one who talks about her dating life on TikTok. Tell me more about that. Like, it, it was, I really liked it. And there was also a bingo card that you got when you walked in where you would like find someone who. Mm, okay. And if the first person to get bingo would get a free drink. Great. And so like that was fun because you would like talk to somebody and be like, so can you help me with any of these? And you can't. Got to go. Like <laughs> a great exit if you're having a dud yes. of a conversation too. Totally. Be like, well, listen, I got to keep working on my you bingo card. nothing? And- Goodbye. Yeah. So so it was just – it was really fun. Unfortunately, the two guys that were supposed to come with Cindy and me bailed. Lame. So that was unfortunate. But so I was – Two questions go before ahead. you go on. Yeah. How was the ratio and what was the age range? Good and broad. So okay. I would estimate there were probably more women than men there, but not in a way that felt noticeable. Great. Huge delay. Yeah. Like if I think in my head and try to picture the room, I think there were probably more women. Yeah. I mean but that it checks out. It does. But there wasn't like at any point where I looked around and thought like, shit, there are no dudes here. Right. At all. Great. And the age range was really broad. Definitely people younger than me, but definitely people that seemed my age. Damn. Some that guys so that fun. seemed older. Yeah. It was great. Um, She's doing a Halloween one here. Should I go? You absolutely should go. Okay. Maybe I'll go. Yeah, I'll text her. I'll tell her you want to go. Okay. You should absolutely go. It was super fun. She's also hilarious and awesome, and we had a great time talking with her this morning. Um, 
I'm excited for that episode to come out. Do question. She may have mm-hmm. I don't know if you asked her this or if you got the sense of it there. How many people so if you recall, I believe on Sex in the City, they call it mm-hmm. like Crash's treasure party. Where oh yeah, everybody is explicitly told to bring someone they're not interested in, and then yep. of course, like as the plot develops, a woman sees a man that she brought is talking mm-hmm. to another woman, and then all of a sudden she's mm-hmm. like, "No, he's mine," and they get back yep. whatever. Of course, Carrie brings a gay man, and it's a disaster. Anyway, so could like you bring? Would do you think you are sending a message to somebody? If you bring them to this, or are you saying this is could could you bring a date? Is kind of what I'm asking. I think the original idea was that you did, except that I I that is the actual reason why I didn't bring someone from a dating app, right? Because I, I do I think it's like, a little confusing. It's confusing, and also I'm like, if I'm gonna match with someone and want to go out with them, I want to actually go on a date with them. Yes. I don't want to bring them to this party where, like, they're going to be talking to other people. And also, I want to talk to other people and not feel beholden to one person that I've never met before and might not like. Okay, great point. Yeah, you should not take somebody that you like to this, I don't think. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. which is why we invited guy friends. We were like, oh, yeah, this is going to be super fun. We're all single. Let's all go. Yeah. would have been better if That's they had great. actually gone. Yeah. Um, There was – and I met a bunch of followers because I had put that code out there. So, like – that was super fun. Um, met one woman who's going to Greece. Amazing. Shout out to Cece. It was great to meet her. Um, yeah. So had a great time. No love connections on my end, um, but definitely a fan of the concept. Excellent. That sounds really fun. Yeah. It really was. I am still really struggling to find motivation to talk to people on the apps right now. Do you know where that's coming from? I think it's just because there's so much else that I want to be doing right now. Mm-hmm. And that I feel like is like so pressing for me to be doing right now. Yeah. Like I'm I'm moving in less than two weeks. Oh, yeah. I'm like doing the, you know, like there's like a whole – obviously there's the transition that's going on with this. I'm also doing a whole like redesign of all of my programming. Like they're just like – and work is really busy. I just feel like every time I go to either swipe or talk to someone – my own mind gets distracted by a different thought and I start doing something else. Yeah. No, I to- I totally get that. But I but at the same time, like this is the push pull, right? That like we and we get a lot of questions about this. At the same time, I want to be out there dating. Mhm. So I'm actually this week I have made I have made it my goal to be making a concerted effort to swipe every day and engage in conversations. Yeah. Because I know that that's what I want. I'm just finding myself getting distracted from it. Yeah. Totally. No, and that happens to me. And I think that especially and honestly, like, it can happen in times, not just busy times, but times where I'm especially happy in my singleness, where Mm -hmm. things are feeling really full and good. And I remind myself that, like, those are good times to stay open to dating because – I think you're coming from a great place when you're in that place. and Absolutely. Yeah. And I think actually – so something that I've been trying to do recently and I actually think – and I, I, I'll i update – the patrons already heard this, but I'll update on a date I went on this past week that I've been trying to treat the apps as like less of a numbers game and I think I've gone on – I've gone on fewer dates recently 
Mm -hmm. But I think that they have actually like hit a lot better. It's great. Yeah, where obviously the writer did not work out and he didn't want to see me. But I do think that that was a worthwhile three dates. Absolutely. But anyway, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So um, and then before we – I want everyone to hear about your great date. Before we move on, I have one phone-throwing moment. Oh, good. I mean, not good. Hope Is it about you? It's about me. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, So – and future me as well. So I'm not going to share the name of this person, um, but there is a comedian whose videos come up on my FYP on all the time on TikTok. Okay. I I will tell you who he is after that. We hit stop. Sure. I not only think he is hilarious, I also think he is gorgeous. Oh God. I think he is both of these things. I have watched. I don't even want to say how many of his videos. I think I've watched all of them. Okay. I love him. I went back recently, to the creation of TikTok and hit double tap. <laughs> pr- literally, I'm like scrolling, I'm scrolling. Yeah, I've watched like so much. He's just so funny and he's so cute to me. So I recently discovered that he is doing a show in New York. Great. So I was like, oh, maybe that would be fun to go to. I and mean, I like to go to comedy shows, right? So I'm like, it's not like totally weird for me to go to a show, but like, and I also, you know, you never know. And People I up- make those decisions for those reasons all the time. There's no shame in being like, I think this person is funny and hot. I'm going to pay to see their show. Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, I think that's, I mean, that's like a probably a very common reason. In fact. Yeah. So I had looked up tickets. They're pretty reasonable. I'm free on the day. I had asked Cindy, like, would you want to go? She said, yeah. So – I bought tickets in my Uber home from the bar last night and I woke up this morning and I checked my email and I bought meet and greet tickets. Oh boy. (laughs) So. (laughs) Okay. So I am. You can always bail. (laughs) You can always hit the rewind button on that decision in real time. So they weren't that like, and I rem- and I remember making that decision. I just like when I, it wasn't a mistake. To okay, also, yeah, just to course. be clear, yeah. And I opened the email and was like, "Oh yeah, I did decide to do that." They weren't that much more expensive. I want to say they were like twenty bucks more or something like that. Like an amount that was like not that large relative to like. And I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." So I, if I decide to go through with it. We'll now be meeting this comedian backstage as a super fan. Okay, you're. I'm. I'm glad that Cindy will be there to like keep you cool. <laughs> you need. You need that right now. <laughs> like such a fucking dumbass. So that's what I'll be doing. I'm excited for you. I mean, you never know. I, I'm excited for me too. You never know. Yeah. You never know. Um, and it's funny because then Erica was like, oh, why don't you like DM him and see if like when he's in New York, he wants to record and like come on the pod. Great. And like, yes. And if that happens, I will just pretend the tickets do not exist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, uh, an Allie Jackson bought meet and greet tickets. So weird. Very common name. Very common name. Very. Could be anyone. (laughs) Could be anyone. (laughs) Not her though. No, something on me. So anyway, that was my That's little cool. thing. But please tell us about the character. 
Yeah. So, okay. Spoiler alert, that's his nickname. Yeah, his nickname is the character. So he – um, I had scheduled a date for Thursday night with him this past week. Mm-hmm. And I was – I was pretty irritable with people this week. I was in a Mm. bad mood. And so I was worried about going on dates this week. Um, I actually had two dates scheduled this week. One, I canceled him. I shifted to Friday and obviously went. Yeah. So I was in a bad mood and I had a lot of work. So I asked him if we could move to Friday. Also, like looking back, I um, I, like sent him big question for you and then ghosted him for like three days. But oh, no. um, like an inadvertent, yeah. But anyway, this is this is gonna sound so good texting to the point where uh-huh. I actually like I actually told him I was like we need to text less. Oh, yeah. Before our first date, I like that. Yeah, and he agreed, and we kind of like, we actually, we talked about it on the date where I said like, by the way, here's why I kind of have that philosophy. I think that you can yeah. either get your hopes up or get the ick, and neither might be the right conclusion Mm -hmm. frankly this date is proof of that so in a way because so if you recall like his profile is very meh he okay there's a lot of gosh i'm telling the story terribly his profile is very meh okay it was enough where i was like i'll swipe right on it we match good dialogue Mm -hmm. enough to go on a date he Great. is an in-house attorney who started his career at a firm. And so when I asked on Thursday to – I texted him. I, I actually texted him not on Thursday. I texted him when, like, my week was clearly going in a bad direction and said, like, mm. let's push to Friday. Yeah, preemptively. Exactly. I was, I'm much better about yeah. setting boundaries on Friday night. Um, a lot of – usually, like, most of – my firm is and just like going offline at a reasonable hour and living their lives on Friday night. Mm-hmm. So I pushed to Friday and he responded really well. I can get quite nervous about how it goes when I have to push or cancel. And yeah. he immediately was like, Abs- I am free Friday. That's not a problem. And don't worry. You don't have to like explain yourself. I get it. And I was like, great. Thank you. Amazing. I mean, he's in the field. Exactly. So that's really nice. And yeah. people have talked about that with like lawyers, dating lawyers, that it's like nice to have somebody that gets that piece of it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so like that's that's like really thoughtful. So then Friday rolls around. I'm going to be honest. I did not want to go on this date. I was tired. I was having some GI issues. I was like not down. Relatable. Yeah. But I really appreciated he made a plan. He made a reservation near where I live. Great. Perfect. Um, literally, I left my – my friend called me on her, like, drive home from work and we were chatting and I was like, I got to go on this date. I'm not looking forward to it, blah, blah, blah. I'm going yeah. to put a brave face on for one glass of wine, four and a half hour date. Whoa. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So it was so fun. And so this was what I was sort of starting to say earlier and then I realized it was terrible narrative structure is that he remind there is a lot of similarity. He does not remind me of the classmate. He like the whole kind of situation of the date reminds me of the classmate in the sense that very meh profile to the point uh-huh. of huge under promise over deliver. Where amazing. Like that's the direction you want to go. Like his photos are you can tell there's a cute there's a 
decent looking person there. But like his photos do not really do what I think he looks like justice. And so when he arrived, I was like, is that you? Like I just didn't (laughs) – I didn't recognize him almost at first. And he's so cute. I think <laughs> maybe others do too. I have no idea, but um, I mean, all that matters is that you do, right? Yeah, totally. I thought he's. I think he's super cute. We had such a great time talking, and I felt and like the other similarity to the classmate. I was. I would say is like I haven't felt that comfortable and relaxed on a first date since the classmate. Like a first date such is a not good feeling. Just, yes, exactly. And like, it wasn't off the charts, like intense or anything like that. It just was comfortable and easy. And we clearly like wanted to be in each other's presence and we're like having a really nice time and really listened to one another. And, um, we, he had asked the way I asked him to basically like stop texting me pre first date (laughs) was he was asking like good questions first date or over text. And I was like, let's, Let's save these. Like, that's a good question that I really would like to talk to you about. Yeah. This is a great topic for now, right now. For in person. Yeah. And so it became a running joke if he was like, okay, like, what's it like? Let's think of more like good questions. What are good in person questions? And, um, so we ended up have like sharing a couple bites. We closed the restaurant mm-hmm. down because it's in this suburban area that's like quiet. It's not on, it's not in like a fun house. Yeah. It's much more in a family area than like a going out area. Mm-hmm. And so we closed the place down basically and then walk towards where we would have to go separate ways to get in our cars. And then he's like, do you want to walk around a little bit and talk more? And I was like, oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it was cute. And so we just walked around the neighborhood and judged people's Halloween decorations. And um, it was – and one of the questions I asked, I was like, oh, like here's a good question. Like A, I was like two parts. One, like – what are your primary love languages? And B, mm-hmm. what do you even think about the concept of love languages? Mm. And because like I'm like, and we kind of actually we like agreed that they like cannot be used as kind of like a heuristic to avoid communication and just yeah, because like, we were saying that people will use it as a shortcut sometimes to be like, well, he's this and I'm that, like not gonna work. Mm-hmm. And um, so he then he was like, how about we each guess each other's like number one one. Oh, I like that. Based on like what we've learned about each other so far. And we each nailed it. What's his? Quality time. Mm. And so he instantly goes, he goes, he goes, you told a story about um, picking up your friends from LAX. You have to be acts of service. And I was like, yep. Good job. I love that. Yeah. And I was like, I highly suspect yours is quality time. He's like, yeah, exactly. So, um, so that was like cute. I guess. And then, yeah, it was just like a great time. And he asked me to text him when I got home. I did. He said he wants to see me again soon. We'll see if that happens. Amazing. Yeah. I love this so much. Yeah. And now yeah. the the boys. I don't want to keep yes. them waiting. So tell for just a quick second, who are these people and how have they ended up here? Because yeah. I'm so excited. These are um these are two guys that I've been introduced to, um, Evan and Adam. And they are friends. They also used to work together. And they started a fun podcast that's great. I say it's a it's really similar to that TV show, What Would You Do if people if yeah. people recall that show. Um it's called I'll Be the Judge of That. And they kind of just, like, talk through really funny, like, social dilemmas, like, things you might not think about a lot, but, like, 
once you start listening to their podcast, you move through the world thinking of things as like in this framework. And it's yeah. very funny. It's it's honestly a version of Weird or Not. And so that's why we didn't do a Weird or Not this week. And so we're just going to like yeah. do a bunch of scenarios with them. I can't wait. And also because you said they don't really do dating ones on their podcast. So exactly. this, is, this is their time to shine in the dating space. Exactly. It's going to be fresh territory. Um, Evan is single. Adam is a girlfriend. So we've got some good diversity perspective. It'll Love be great. It. Well, let's hop over to them. So Erica, you know I love a fancy drink and something that's been really helping me to do that without consuming more alcohol than I want to is Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails. They're 0% alcohol, made with real fruit, sweetened with agave, and honestly taste just like your favorite cocktails, but without the alcohol. I like to have a few things in my fridge that give me a little bit of flavor, and their flavors are amazing. They have the lime, margarita, grapefruit, paloma, ginger lime, mule, watermelon, mojito. One of those has to sound good to you. I think they're all great. My personal favorite is the watermelon mojito. That one is so good. I recently had a few people over and pulled them out of my fridge. They had never tried them before. They're now hooked. They've ordered recess mocktails. We're spreading the word. I'm not a day drinker, but I want to go for the hang. And it's the perfect thing to bring to those scenarios that you're like, I'm here. I'm having fun. I got something in my hand. But if you're not a day drinker like me, then a recess mocktail might be perfect for you. You can get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash FMH. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. So something that I have started incorporating into my daily routine is our new sponsor, Happy Mammoth, and specifically taking their Hormone Harmony. It is plant-based, it is nature-inspired, and it is herbal. I'm a little conscious. I want to make sure I know what am I putting in my body. I want to be taking the right type of things. They have got it down at Happy Mammoth. Yeah, they're really dedicated to making women's lives easier, and that means only using science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They really make no compromise when it comes to quality. I have really been appreciating it for when I'm feeling like a little off or down around that time of the month. Because I have an IUD, I don't get a period. So it often surprises me when I'm at that time of the month. And this has really helped level me out in those times. Yeah, it makes it a lot easier to manage PMS, their estro control specifically. It also is helpful if you're going through menopause or premenopause as well. So for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use our code FMH at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code FMH for 15% off today. And we are back with Evan and Adam from I'll Be the Judge of That. Welcome to Finding Mr. Height, the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. This is awesome. I think this is going to be really fun. We are, this is, this is a true collab because as we said, we're kind of taking your format, but using our subject matter. And it's, I think it's going to be really good. I mean, we have a great format, so we're happy to let you guys borrow it here, but we're, we're taking it back after this, after this episode. Fair enough. Tell, will you tell the listeners a little bit about your podcast? I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, so the format we're famous for, it's called I'll Be the Judge of That. And it's like, can you do certain social things? Like, can you save a parking spot for a friend if you're in a parking lot and they're a few minutes away? Can you stand in an empty parking spot or can you not do that? Or like, how many times can you fail to parallel park with somebody behind you before you have to get (laughs) That's a really funny one. I love that one. Just leave an embarrassment. So we each come with three each week. We don't know each other's topics in advance. And then we let the listeners vote um, the week after the episode airs so we can find out if you can do that or not. And most of our topics all come from personal experiences. So there's usually a story that's involved in how you ultimately acted on that topic. Yeah. Like why you have the opinion that you do based on what happened. 
Exactly. A, a good topic is one where it's like really 50 50. And so you just fight for your own side. If you were in the other shoes, then you would probably, you know, if it's one sided, it's not an interesting topic. But when you find those yeah. 50 50 ones, it's really fun because oftentimes we find that people have stories and they've been in your shoes or the other person's shoes and it creates like a lot of interesting stories and stuff. So yeah, check us out. I'll be the judge of that. And uh, we're happy to share it with you guys this week. Yeah, I'm excited. It's like very similar to from that 50-50 thing when we're picking our weirder Nas and when we're picking our Mythbusters, like we don't want to pick one that everyone's going to be like, yeah, obviously that's weird. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. I will say though, and I'm sure this has happened to you guys too, we're sometimes surprised on ones where I'm like, Allie, that one's boring. It's so obviously weird. And then listeners are like, no, bitch, we are about to clap back and tell you how not weird it is. Yes. I think we find like sometimes you think of a topic and you're like, oh, that's such a great topic, but you don't really know what kind of story it's going to elicit. And that's really the best part of the podcast. So there's often times where it's like very mundane podcast or mundane topics and you think it's going to be like 100 zero, but there's just such a funny story comes out of it. You could have never predicted that story. Like that topic would have triggered that story. So it's hard to know like which topics will lead to the best results. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we will find that out. And perhaps we should do polls of the ones that we're going to do on this episode. Yeah. 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 Just take everything that we've ever created and just make it your own. And then uh, we'll go from there. (laughs) Absolutely. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. You want our name? (laughs) (laughs) You can have that. I do love your name. As we learned, the platform rejected your name. Yeah. You guys have a great name. You really Thank do. Thank you. Yeah. All, Especially two guys who are over six feet. You know, we like uh, tall men as well. So we they love like it. We'll, people. Yeah. <laughs> I am, I'm six feet tall. So the, the name originally came from, I have been talking about my dating life on the internet for a few years before the podcast. Um, and I, I am tall. So that's where it originally came from. Very cool. Yeah. Interesting. Should we get the ball rolling, Allie, with the yep. first topic? And then. Yeah. Let's, let's do one of ours. Okay. So Adam, I know you have a girlfriend, so this as of right now doesn't apply to you. I don't know if you were a dating app user when uh, pre-dating her, but um, okay. Can you restart a conversation on a dating app when somebody hasn't responded for some chunk of time? Can you try to like get their attention again? So I... I was not on dating apps, but I do have a, I have a story behind that that has worked for a very close friend of mine. She would go to their conversation and at Mm -hmm. this time he utilized COVID as, as the reason, right? COVID happened. And then it was about 18 months later and he would go all scroll all the way down and find the person and then our eyes are our eyes are so wide right Wait, 18, <laughs> you let 18 months go by before 18 we months later you? and you go back and put in like a little arrow and he say following up on this <laughs> and it would like be kind of comical funny and and just like you know obviously like the pandemic happened and now you know just just want to reconnect and it's worked. So then, it's worked. What is Good the Lord. statute of limitations on that? Do I have to wait 18 months to restart a conversation? That's a good question. Is is your so what time frame do you have in mind? So I think there's got to be some sort of magic formula here, right? Because yeah. like if somebody if it's 2 days and somebody's like hi, I'm like fuck off, I'm working. Right. Right? And then 18 months is like <laughs> 
Yeah, your whole I, life. I hope yeah. I'm not. Like, yeah. Who knows? But th- there's got to be like something, right, in between those. There was like a viral TikTok where there were two people. I think it was Tinder where there were two people who were, had like a running bit between them where they would message each other every few months and be like, "Sorry, I was in the shower," or like, "Oh, my bad, fell asleep." But it was like across the course of months and months, and then eventually That's they right. met and everybody thought they were going to fall in love and they didn't. <laughs> I thought, there was a, I thought there was a happy ending coming there. Yeah, and by everybody, I mean like all of us that were watching on TikTok. I, I think that um, I think that there might be a window where you can't, and then there's a window where you can. Like it opens up again. Like if someone doesn't respond, and then like two days later, it might be like okay, that's that's too much. But like you say, like I think like maybe a maybe a few months go by, you can do a carrot arrow up and like a work email and see what happens. I guess circling For- back. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) For me, me, I was big on, on like the moment, right? So I would be, I I would, I wouldn't want to have small talk on like Instagram DMs or anything like that, or even via text message. I I am personally a terrible texter. And when I say that, I mean, I just don't respond to anyone. Um, Yeah, he's perfectly fine at texting. He's completely able to text. (laughs) Able. He just chooses not to respond to people. So I appreciate appreciate that specificity, Evan, because that is exactly what it is. Coming from my co-host, but um, (laughs) you're not you're not bad at texting. You choose to not do it anyway. That's correct. He's actually excellent at it. He can spell. He can type. (laughs) He's fantastic. He's shock permitted off the charts. Amazing. Yeah. I, I choose not to do it. So yep. I prefer to do everything in person. So for me, I look for inexpensive activities that you can do to actually communicate and learn about the other person. And therefore, and I always put like an out, right? So if I if the question is how many months or how much time, I'm like, can you meet tomorrow? Or it's just not going to happen. Like, are, can we lock this in today? for four days from now and we both commit otherwise is just it's moving on so you would never follow up in other words i i wouldn't no i i feel like i'm chasing something that's just like if you're interested you will like oh wednesday doesn't work but thursday i am open like you will throw that back if you're just not but i have a question for you though if you're the person who never responds to text messages are you saying to all the people you text with right now that you're not interested in talking to them it's a fantastic question. <laughs> um, what, is, what is this? Is this another roast? Yeah. Um, I no. If you if you sent me a text message and you said like, "Hey," I may a couple days later say hello, and be like, "What's going on?" You know, and I'm like, "Where's this going?" Kind of thing. Like, just call me or knock on my door like the people who knock on your door yes. you're asking people <laughs> that you don't respond to your text and you want them to show up at your house well, okay wait, wait. Just, i want to take a step back let me yes. tell you if what i'm hearing is correct okay okay are you just generally saying that because there's something here that i agree with and i'm just wondering if that's what you're saying is <laughs> it's a good idea to like get to the date like, let's That's just correct. get out there and let's not like try to get to know each other through DMs, through texts, through whatever. Let's get in person and figure this out. Is that kind of what you're saying? One, 100%. Okay, great. Yeah. I agree with that. That yeah. I to- that I totally agree with. 
Yes. But the you do. It, it does have to begin be. by texting to schedule that, or else you end up in a situation where one of you dressed for the Culver Steps and one of you dressed for ice cream. So <laughs> good memory. Thank you. <laughs> I to, to directly answer the question, I think you can follow up if somebody hasn't responded. Like yeah. I have before, but not in like an asshole, like it's been a day and I'm like, hey, knock, knock, excuse me. Yeah. I'll usually say something cheeky. Like, yeah. I, I think you can as well, but you're probably not going to be successful in the end. It's pro- it's a low probability move. A yeah. low probability, yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah. Um, at the, by the I same token, like hold- low stakes. Yep. That's right. Okay. What, you want to do one? Yeah. How? Okay. How do you end a fling after like three to five days? Can you define you, fling? Yeah, define fling. Um, you you connected with somebody, let's say on a, on these any of these social media apps, and then I sound like such a grandfather. You <laughs> on one with, of those one of those apps. One of those uh, things that MySpace thing. Um, you connect with somebody, you go on a date, you guys kind of hit it off. You hook up or you don't hook up. You go on a second date. Things are now moving great. Third date, and now like at this point, you guys have hooked up and now you're in like this gray area of like continuing this and you do and more is revealed of the other person and now you're like kind of you know you now you've been dating for almost a month and you don't want to keep dating that person anymore what is like a what is the best way on the receiving end of like how would you like to have received that we are no longer dating by the way, that was a fantastic explanation of a fling. I love that. that was yeah, we, we asked and he delivered. Definition okay, of a fling. So what, what say you? To me, that's a situationship, just first of all. Yeah, to me, a fling would be more like a friends with like someone you're just hooking up with. Like you don't, you're not really going on dates. You're just like friends with benefits. You're like, but, but like you, you, to that point, like you meet someone online, you go out like three or four times every week or two. So it's been like six weeks or two months at that point. Like, you know, like that. I think your options are like today, ghosting, texting, calling, or in person. Like what, what's the best one? Yeah. We know Rourke wants a text message. Just a text. I love a breakup text. Rourke Rourke loves a breakup text. All right. Interesting. So you want to meet in person right away, but receive the ending (laughs) via text out. That's such a good point. Yes. How about the text to be like, Hey, can you talk on the phone? Fuck no. (laughs) Don't waste my time. But if you do a phone call, someone just gets a phone call out of the clear blue sky, right? They're like, hey, what's going on? I'm here with my my whatever, my family, my friends. And you're like, listen, honey. <laughs> like, that's awkward too. Uh, yeah, I I think it is so contextual. There are t- – after three to five – if we're saying three to five dates, yeah. I'm, for me, I'm probably still in text territory because I probably don't talk to that person on the phone yet. And that's where I think it like tips for me. If I've never spoken to you on the phone, don't call me to break up. That's not that, that we don't need to have our first phone call be our last phone call. I like that rule. If you've spoken to them on the phone, you owe them a phone call. So I like a, Oh, go ahead. I was big on phone calls. Like I, I, I tried doing like the anti everything. Right. So I, that was like my goal. And so if we went on a date and it went well, the next day, the following day, I would call them on the phone and I'm driving now somewhere like in my, it, like to them, I'm telling them, Hey, I'm driving to dinner. Um, so there's so you an, have an out. I've been out. <laughs> you, you're, you know this. I love it. And I would just say like, 
you know, I'm, hey, I'm driving to dinner. Just wanted to see how your day's going. And I love like, oh, that. Sweet and all this stuff. And I was just like, just checking in, like seeing how you're doing. And it's like a five minute phone call, very quick, very like short. There, I'm leaving at the end. And if even if I'm not actually going to dinner. Yeah, it doesn't I'm, matter. Yeah, I'm like, hey, got to go. But, you know, I hope to talk to you this week and out. But it also opens up the phone call, you know. Yeah. yeah, I love phone calls. I think they're great. I love that move. And I also like that phone calls don't have to be this like four hour thing where you're like lying awake all night talking. Like we don't need to do that. Right. Sometimes maybe we want to later. But so that's where I think it goes. Like if, if we've been having regular phone conversations, then I think I want a phone call breakup. Is the timing of that delivery um, – of concern to the person doing the breakup. I call you, you're, hey, I'm five minutes away from dinner. <laughs> <laughs> now, like, hey, okay, well, I hope you enjoy your meal, but you're no longer eating with me anymore. Like, <laughs> how, how are you? No, of course I wouldn't say it like that. <laughs> but, we uh, won't be sharing any meals, but I hope you enjoy this one. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm pacing around my, my, my living room and I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And then I find out you're busy, you know, like I need to get this off my chest. Yeah. So maybe text is the way to go then. You don't find it disrespectful to break up over text. I don't, but at, at a certain point, I think I would. Yeah. At a certain I, agree point, I, I agree with you. I think your phone call is a very good line in the sand. That's a good uh, measure. I think if I'm calling you my boyfriend, don't fucking text me to break up. Yeah. <laughs> Rourke doesn't agree with that. Rourke, yeah. Rourke, Rourke wants to text. Rourke, 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 would you take divorce filings via text message? Just serve me. Don't yeah. even call. <laughs> Send me the papers. I don't care. <laughs> Direct them to my assistant. Like, I wish the classmate had just texted me. 100%. Rather, because then you had to, like, wait around for him to come over, too. That was really fucking annoying. He texted and, me, like, hey, ooh. are you around? I'll be there soon. And then yeah. it made me wait for, like, an hour. I was really pissed. Which also leads me to, I don't think in per- I never want an in-person breakup. Interesting. So here, if you are I, sure. Can I say a formula that I like? Oh, yes. yeah. A text breakup where you have to accept then what the person wants back. So if I texted you to break up and you say, like, you need to call me so we can talk about this, then you have to call. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So then you have to meet them where they're at. But, like, I just, like, execute me with some space. Like, I don't want to – like, I don't want you to be hearing my reaction. I don't want to be reacting live to this, frankly. That's uh-huh. why I don't want to be in person. Yeah. Mm. For a few – like, because there's two ways that an in-person breakup can go down. Either I know I'm getting broken up with or I don't. In the first one, it's like I'm 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 going to my own execution and I'm aware of this. Like, that fucking sucks. In the second one, I have gotten ready – for what I think is a date. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the thing. Brutal. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah, right. Like, I, I've told the story on the pod before, but I have an ex-boyfriend who we planned a whole picnic, and I prepared and brought picnic items, and he broke up with me. Wow. So then yeah. I just, like, had all this picnic shit. That's yeah. <laughs> not, not the worst situation to be in. At least I, somewhere <laughs> and spread the blanket out. Crap. I literally was crying in Prospect Park eating my chips from the picnic. I love Prospect Park. Yeah, me too. I love crying. <laughs> okay, what, what, I love both of those want? things. Right. What do you guys want? Yeah, well, yeah, we've we've blathered on. Well, well. To furthermore, in that text message, then do you how honest can you be? 
hey, honestly, your tiny dog that, <laughs> you know, smells terrible is not going to work for me. You know, like, or, hey, our chemistry is great, but, you know, I don't know. Like, how, how honest can you be in that? Or are you simply going with the, you know, the very vague, like, hey, it was great to get to know you. Like, things just aren't progressing in my head. And like, then you're going to be like, why? You know, like, you're going to want to know why. I don't usually want to know why. You just take it. Well, unless it's something like in the example you gave, but let's say my time, like, let's say he hates my tiny dog. What am I going to do? Give up this dog in case somebody in the future hates it? Like, that's not really helpful information for me. Yeah. You could give it a back. Okay. But I think it's better than something about your character, though. Like, I think that is kind of nice to know. Yeah, maybe. I could go back and forth on that probably. But wait, but how do you guys want to be broken up with, though? We don't get broken up with, so we always think about <laughs> yeah, it. I, I see. Of course. Of course. Yes. Sorry. Um, my that's bad. That's a great – it's actually a great question. I, I don't think that you should, like, bring up why when you break up, but if they if they want to know, you – like like Rourke was saying, you owe them, like, an explanation. Mm. I think that's fair. That's fair. I will so, say, like, how that has gone down for me in the past is that, like, I tried to keep it vague because the reasons don't matter – And then they basically wouldn't leave me alone until I gave specifics, but then they wanted to litigate the specifics and convince me why I was incorrect about them. Yeah. What you said about acceptance is like spot on, right? Yeah. To to get broken up with and say, hey, like I thought things were going well, like why is that? And then you're like, I don't know, you you have bad house hygiene or something. I don't know. Yeah. You want to know that? I would like to know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's an example of something I might want to know. I don't think I don't think that's ever happened. So I don't know, but well, somebody on your podcast once came over to my house and changed my toilet paper from pulling from the top to the bottom. <laughs> no, no, no. I changed it the other way. It was coming down from the back. I flipped it over the top. Oh like a normal person. From the top. Yeah. I have to come from the top. Since that day, <laughs> I've been intentionally putting it on the bottom, going, This is the correct way to do it. You're no, wrong. You're wrong. I, now I know. This is unbelievable. So <laughs> what? From the top? This. It's supposed to it come, come from the top. It's supposed to come from the top. Imagine somebody broke up with me over that this whole time. Right. I didn't know this stuff. One of the most beautiful things about moving in by myself, I love my former roommate. She's one of my best, best friends, but I no longer have to switch the toilet paper every time I see it. She would load it in wrong. She was a from the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> can't trust those people. Yeah. You, know? you can't. You can't. Kicked her out. All right, right, Ali, do you want to read one? Yes. Okay. Can you announce your own life event at someone else's celebration? For example, announce your engagement at your friend's birthday. This is a – yeah, this is a great one. I think that – we actually, no one's ever brought this up on our show. This is a phenomenal topic. Yeah, it is. I I know people who are like, you know, I'm waiting to propose until after my sister's wedding or whatever, stuff like that. Like you don't want to overshadow someone else's thing. I I think that you – probably shouldn't try and like put your life event right in next to someone else's if you can avoid it. I agree and disagree at the event. (laughs) Absolutely not. Right. Like those people who are proposing to someone at somebody else's wedding. You can't propose to someone at a wedding. Wild. (laughs) Absolutely not. I mean, birthdays, is it the decade birthdays? No. Are we talking like 33? (laughs) (laughs) No. Like if it's a specifically, birthday, that's fine. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, but like 30, I get, but 40, I get, but like, it's just like, dude, it's your 37th birthday. We're in Sedona. Let's, I don't (laughs) know. But wait a second. Not, let's not have it like occurring at the event. Let's say like, I'm going to my friend's birthday party that night and I happen to get engaged that morning. Do I have to hide it? No. Oh, that's different. Absolutely not. So I can still reveal it at the party. Because all my friends happen to be together already and I can just be like, by the way, I got engaged. (laughs) I think that's fine. It's it's different because you didn't plan into that. Yeah, exactly. You don't, yeah, that's outside your control. I mean, would you bring up a breakup if that happened? (laughs) Yeah. You'd ruin someone else's birthday over a breakup? Well, I don't know. If I thought it was going to ruin their birthday. Breakup, you can wait until after the party. Engagement, you got to like let everyone know. What if the person was supposed to be there? Then obviously. They're like, where's Joe? Joe's gone forever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We held a few. I I would say at the event is, is, uh, that's awkward. However, I do have a friend who was just, he had a wedding in Greenland. And so they decided to spend a week in Greenland. And he proposed to his girlfriend during the week leading up to the wedding because they're in this like beautiful country. Sure. And I, you know, at first I thought it was a little weird, like it's, you're at somebody else's wedding, but you're not like. You're not. He wasn't. Right. You're on a little holiday before the wedding. I think that's fine. Yeah. But you're only in Greenland for the wedding. You're not in Greenland for the engagement. Double whammy. You can't, just avoid. How many days before the, you can't do it the day before the wedding. You can't do it two days before the wedding. Yeah. Love is in the air. (laughs) (laughs) wedding couples love is in the air like that's what you're there to celebrate keep your love out of the air right is what evan's saying or maybe wait till after the wedding in the airport when you're hung over in terminal two (laughs) yeah so i think the day before the wedding doesn't work because that's probably the rehearsal dinner so i think that would yeah i don't think the wedding flies either personally and i and i'm i'm not even open to the week before maybe wow wow But it, it, this is this is interesting. This just happened to somebody I'm very close with that they found out that they were pregnant, and mm. she didn't tell her husband yet. She was waiting for him to come home from work. Okay, and sure. in in between him coming home, her best friend and her best friend's husband came over the house, kind of unannounced. And so she's just sitting there with all this excitement, like, and she's like, "I can't tell them." before I tell my own husband. Very fair. And then the husband came home and she's just like rushing her friends out the door and waited for them to leave and be like, I'm pregnant. You know, (laughs) it was like a big, obviously a big thing. So I, yeah, I think there's a time and a place and I I don't think stealing somebody else's night unless they're turning like, you know, 37. Yeah, 33 or 37, do whatever you want. But 40, like, don't do that. Agree. I just think there's, like, very few scenarios where you need to do that. Like, even if they are turning 33 or 37, just, like, wait till tomorrow. I agree. I agree. Okay. Our turn? Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard for me to, like, fight my instincts to host uh, the podcast. I'm trying my hardest, though. (laughs) You're great. You're doing great. Okay. If you're on a date and you smell a third-party fart, should you acknowledge it? Wow, that's a great question. 
there's a lot to think about here obviously like are we sure the other person smells it like do we think it may have been them like how confident was the third party fart like do you just that last question even though you both do smell something like i think you have to be really sure it is a third party (laughs) (laughs) is it your first date sorry yeah i don't yeah let's say early dates for sure okay because like if this is your like partner and you're comfortable with them and you can laugh together then like absolutely yeah, then you're like, you talk about it. it happens all the time you're at a bar That's with different. your friends like ooh, someone farted like oh like you like it happens right you get third party farts from time to time i think that i would acknowledge it because i don't want them to think it was me mm, right although maybe whoever smelled the delta and they're gonna that think it was anyway right exactly but you know then yeah but, i just need to see the value in it and acknowledging a third party fart, and if they saw, I'd be like, "What?" Just deny. You it. still pretend. It's it's like which where are we going with this conversation? You know. Well, because you just want to know you're on the same playing field. Like you both just like make a weird face, and you just like keep talking. Like, so how many siblings do you have? Like, you know, like it's just like it's kind of awkward. <laughs> I also think, again, to add context or complexity potentially to this, is like, are you in a crowded bar, or are there like three tables between you and the next person? Because like. That's going to change the dynamic too. Yeah. To, to smell a third party fart, you have to be in a pretty crowded place. But there's a lot of restaurants where you're sitting pretty close to people. And yeah. Stuff. It, it happens. They're out there. Everyone knows. <laughs> there, what about. there are third party farts there. I'm out like about. Third party fart in your life. I was recently at a friend's apartment where their dog was farting the entire time that we were there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like nobody <laughs> – Nobody believed me and the guy that were like sitting on the one side of the sofa where the dog was. Like nobody huh. else smelled it, and then it would like waft its way down. It was brutal. Yeah, you can see like kind of like the trend of it. So that's another way to realize like maybe it's going that direction or whatever, and that might be a good way to cut it off too. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't acknowledge. I'm like very honestly. I'm actually pretty old school with like bathroom stuff with people I date. Like, I'm firmly on, like, a – but, I mean, this probably actually contributes to my crippling, like, IBS anxiety. Always door closed. Women don't do that. Like, I am somebody who, like, doesn't use – the to a det- to a detrimental to my health level, don't use the bathroom when I've gone on trips with my, like, exes and stuff. Interesting. Don't uh, eat bonza pasta. <laughs> that chickpea pasta. Yeah. If you take one thing away from this episode, yeah, it's yeah, that is, let it be that. When yeah. you sleep, your significant other will know what's going on. <laughs> Good to know. All right, so do you call third party farts? I want everyone's opinion on this. I'm, I'm keep quiet. You Team say no. Quiet. If I'm sure it's not the other person, then I think I would say something. I'm not. I think I'm a yes here. Yeah. All right. 50, that's a fit, true 50 50. Mm hmm. Very true. Okay. Uh, all right. Our turn. Work. you want to do one? Yeah. This one I think has the potential to have a lot of kind of like uh, personal anecdotes. Can you tell a friend that you don't like their significant other? Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, it depends how deep they are. No. The answer is no. Under Actually, the answer is no under all circumstances. Oh. Yeah, wow. Under all circumstances. Hard yeah, no. Hard no. Because you're not going to change their mind most likely – it shouldn't come from you, like, with, honestly. It could it could come from, like, maybe, like, a family member or, like, a group of friends. But I don't think – just what what for? Like, there's no – no one wins. Interesting. What do you think, Adam? 
I kind of want to hear your opinion. I, I have my opinion, but I, w- I would like to hear the consensus here. I personally say it once with chest and then <laughs> leave it alone. Like you can't be wishy-washy. You have to stand firm in what you're saying. But I come with a couple of concrete reasons and they're often about either – it has to be about the way I think the person changes when they're with them. Yes. Or the way that the person, the way the person treats them is like a little concerning. And yeah, like, it, it can't be petty. Like an, it can't be an ick thing, right? Like, or, by the way, he dresses like really poorly and that's like a concern to me. It, yeah, it cannot or not be that. Or it can't be that like I just wouldn't personally date that guy. Right. Like I don't need to date him. I don't need to like him. I don't need to even want to hang out with him. Who benefits from these comments? But the, I, But yeah. that is different than what Rourke is saying. Where like if you think that somebody is treating your friend poorly or if they are becoming a different person because of this – what you feel is a bad person or a bad relationship, then I think it veers into different territory than just like I don't like him. I completely agree. I think that you can not like somebody's significant other. I think you should tell them. You should pres- I, I disagree with the with the maybe boldness of it, um, but I do think you need to come with concrete examples, and it actually needs to be about their character. Yes, it cannot yeah. be obviously as you were saying about like how they dress, or maybe like they you know sometimes they get drunk and obnoxious. Like I think those things are like fine. Um, it needs to be like very exactly honestly exactly what you said like when you're with them you kind of change the personality of who you are maybe that could you know be on the person or you know that they're not treating you well like Mm -hmm, and here is why and this is what i'm seeing and i i think that you deserve better yeah and i i don't think you could just be like you know you know what, what what has she got going on like i there's it's just not like yeah i once had a friend tell another friend of ours, this was like a long time ago, some friends from college, that she thought that our other friend's boyfriend wasn't hot enough for her. She said that to the girl herself or just to Yes. Her? Yeah, that's to the, like, who wins? Fucked up. Like, yeah. Who, yeah, who wins? Like you don't need to think he's attractive. She does, but now she's freaking out that everybody thinks otherwise. Like, I think the same, even mm-hmm. if you're saying like you didn't think someone was right or they weren't being treated well, et cetera, like, who wins there? Like at the end of the day, like, are they going to break up with their girlfriend now because of what you said? Like that, you know, that's, that's well, are they going to resent you? Or are they going to get angry? Might like, at least start looking at things through that lens, right? Where it's like, I've noticed that like, like he's really controlling or whatever. Like, and I would have something specific to say. Like I noticed when this happened, like it seemed like this dynamic makes me feel a little concerned as your friend. I feel the need to voice that, you know, I will remain like, I'm not going to pull back or not be your friend. Like I'm going to support you through whatever you choose here. Like I'm not going to harp on this, but I want to let you know just right now that this is, this is what I'm seeing. And I feel X. Yeah. I think that you can, you can definitely do that. Like I, and I a hundred percent agree. Like I, I also know a lot of people that are, well, I know some people that are in relationships that are not 
as stable themselves and that with a community like behind them would feel more proud or more like prideful to take action on it but feeling like they're kind of alone and letting the person just like dictate their life or be controlling or be rude or be whatever is like they may let it slide because they have some comfort in that relationship versus knowing that like their friends could help them through it um that's a good point yeah I don't think you could say like I don't like I I don't think you could say those words though I don't like I, I don't like him I don't think he's right for you because of XYZ. Um, you know, but like saying like I don't like your significant other, I, I would rather lead with examples than I uh, than like just say more blanket statements. I don't know. Yeah, me too. I have been at a dinner party where a couple um left early and we were friends with the girl first. She started dating the guy. Let's let's call him Fred. Um, they leave and literally like they get out the door and someone's like, so what does everybody really think about Fred? Oh. And it literally turns into a go around the table and shit on Fred. Like and it a comes Fred roast. And I'm like, guys, I like Fred. Like, am I in the minority here? Uh-huh. I would like to say I was right. Everybody is now obsessed with Fred. There you go. Wow. I, yeah. I like that. I also think it should go the other way, though. If you do like somebody else's significant other, I think you should harp on that with concrete reasons. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I regularly tell my I, friends how lucky they are to have their partners. <laughs> right. I And I think that it's like, not just like, oh, you guys are so cute, but like, I don't know. Evan did that the other day. Oh, the other day. He, he did that months ago or whatever. Like, you know, I think that your girlfriend's great for you because of, x y and z and i was just like you know i didn't really think about that actually like because i'm over here like you know out on my own honeymoon phase and it was just <laughs> like and you know it was like okay cool like that's something that i need to not let go as we move forward i love that yeah it's really nice that's great good friendship good good male friendship right yeah. Good job. <laughs> it's a real bromance we have over here i'm gonna get <laughs> reprimanded after yeah. that for sharing evan's sensitive stuff <laughs> I, I haven't changed my position despite all these sweet, sweet sentiments here. <laughs> Don't bring it up. Got it. Yeah, your opinion doesn't Fair. matter. It's not up to you. No one cares. Let them live their life. <laughs> okay. Oh, so brutal. I'm curious of how you guys can – I, can I jump in? Can I yeah, please. In? Of course, yeah. I, I'm curious of how you – like what do you do on your first dates as far as – what, what did I write? Oh, should there, how, should there be food on the first date? Do you go for drinks? Do you go for coffee? Do you go for a hike? Okay. I don't want to go for a hike. Well, yeah. No. <laughs> well, also, your your hike would probably be dead. Like, I personally don't want to go for a hike just because like, I don't want to be stuck on a mountain and like thinking I don't want to be on this date anymore. That's exactly why. I think coffee can feel a little bit like an interview. Um, depending on the scenario, I, I'm okay with like coffee and a kind of pairing it with a walk. I like a coffee and a walk. Yeah. I like the stimuli that happen on a walk. Interesting. Like that you're like Rourke was just talking in our update section. She was talking about a date she went on where after they got drinks, but then you guys walked around the neighborhood and you were like looking at people's Halloween decorations and there's like things in the environment to talk about. Yeah. Especially in Brooklyn where you are like New York is so much more walkable than it is here, but I, I totally see the coffee in a walk, especially like in a, in a great city like that. Yeah. I, I don't like planned food on a first date. 
I like the move where we're having drinks and because we're having a good time, we're like, oh, so are you hungry? Yeah, let's look yeah. at the appetizer menu. Let's grab a bite. I don't want it to be a planned meal in advance. Does that dictate the time? So if you, you're like, you want to meet at seven, and I'm like, well, should I eat before? Should I not eat before? I have ideas. I will always eat before. So should I, you know? You okay, wait, I want to I, I give the concrete example of what the guy that I just went on a date with did because I yeah. think it's like – Men should use this as a template, frankly. He – Wow. Yeah, he did a great job. He said, I've made a reservation for 7.30. We can absolutely just have a drink, but at least we'll have a place to sit if we want to have a bite. So mm. I knew that there was like this option of food if it was like going well. And so that way like I wasn't going to be surprised by it turning into food or like him expecting it to be food. Like – I felt like it was very clear and laid out. And so I did have something small. So then when we did end up eating, we like shared a couple, we shared like three small plates and that was like perfect. Cause I think we had both like eaten whatever. And, yeah. but he did tease me. He was like, I can't believe you like pre-ate this. Like that's how you thought yeah. this was going to go. It's like, yeah. I always pre-eat. Yeah. I pre-eat yeah, pretty I much anything really I do for the record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that's, laughs> so yeah, I pre-eat, I post-eat. Everything mid during eat whatever whatever that is I'm just always be eating. Yeah. When when he said so, at what point of the date was he just like, so are you hungry? You know, like that. It's like a pivotal moment now. Yeah. Sure. Are you willing to wait forty minutes for the plate to come out and the server to you know come take our order and so eat. The environment kind of forced it. Like, so um, we were at the Draycott in the Palisades Village. Okay. It's like Palisades Village, like, closes early. Like, it's a suburban, it's a neighborhood. Mm -hmm. It's not like a singles place. It's like a family place, right? Mm -hmm. And so by the time we got there, sat for a little bit, ordered wine, and then, like, our ser we had we went through three servers because like they were going home and so finally <laughs> like the second server was like we really need to know if you're gonna eat <laughs> and so like we oh, kind yeah, of got like choice. atmospherically forced into choosing I love and that, so I can't help on that part sorry but he, but he didn't eat before I don't know actually because he was surprised that you ate before right. Yeah, so he might not have. Yeah, so maybe yeah. not. He was probably starving. Maybe he posted. <laughs> yeah, drunk. He's like <laughs> passing out at the table. Yeah, I hope you want some food. <laughs> I I actually have a different – I don't want to call it a rule, but like a guideline for a first date different from like drinks or dinner, and that is that I want to be next to you, not across from you mm. at a first date. Why? There's a, there's a lot of psychological research about it, but like there's – I think it's easier to establish one physical intimacy, light physical intimacy, right? But just like being in someone's space, like Rourke said about something feeling like an interview, when you're across from someone, I think it can feel more forced. Okay. And then the second thing yeah. is that you're both looking at something. So like let's say you're sitting at the bar or you're both facing out into the world, you can also then have an environment to comment on. I like that. How about eating a meal at the same side? I'm, I'm very opposed to that. I love a same side sit. I won't do it. That's a but deal I like a. Uh, it's yeah. a deal breaker. Oh wow! Yeah, we I'm can't big, date. Sorry. Big, big fan of the same side sit. I love a same side sit, but I'm also a bigger fan. I'm a bigger fan of dinner at the bar. Like dinner I, dude, that's fine. Oh, it's my least favorite place. <laughs> really? Eat. Yes. Not. I a fan love of dinner at the I'm bar. A fan I think of it's dinner at the community table. 
Oh, I hate a community table. Oh, I like a community table. The, the, there is like so strangers. much diversity of opinion right now. Just, I, really... I would do same side sit at a community table, but I just don't like same side sit if there's no one across from me. I just find it to be so awkward. Like you want to look at the other person. There's. Bless you. Allergic. Bless you. Allergic. Are you allergic to my cat in the video? I'm highly allergic to cats. <laughs> I, highly. Actually. Highly. It's kind of funny sometimes. Um, not that you're dying is funny, but you know, <laughs> got to carry an EpiPen. So anyway, um, we would have bigger problems dating. The I was going to say, you guys there. really couldn't. Yeah, we really, we were really out on this. Got it. Right. I, I love the walk, right? I, that the concept that you can be flirtatious and kind of shoulder to shoulder and, and have that physical touch while also having like external stimuli. I think that's, that's great. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe the physical exercise aspect of it, but it goes back to like, now you're stuck like six blocks away from where your car is. And like, you're like, I want to get out of here. Should we try to do a loop? Right. I do a loop. Yeah, you have to, I initiate the looping. Like I'll be like, oh, let's turn so that we can loop back to where we started. Okay. Ice cream oh, ice cream's good. Day. Yeah. Oh, wait, Rourke, you, you drew a diagram. I've drawn a diagram. This was the setup on the date I was just on, okay? <laughs> Do you, it's a round table with one oh, chair okay. and then a mm-hmm. curving banquette, okay? You sit in the banquette. Yeah. Where does everybody think we should sit? <laughs> In, in the banquette together. Take the booth because it's rounded like that, but <laughs> you don't want to be on an interview. A spotlight. Yeah. That's yeah. an interview. I'll do the same thing like... there at a rounded booth. Okay, that is what we did. I, I once went on a date and it was at this restaurant in West Hollywood. Um, and the tables were so long. Right? Yes. My date was so far away from me, but I was sitting shoulder to shoulder with the person <laughs> next to me. <laughs> right, right. It was like the whole th- I'm listening yeah. to his conversation yeah. the whole time, and I'm like, what? Yeah. It's like you're at like a like a royal dinner or something with those like ridiculously long tables. Really a high chance of third party farts in those types of environments. Oh my god. And we're back. Yeah. I also have encountered a lot of situations where the height of the booth and the chair is not the same. That must be crazy. It's like the person in the booth is like peering down at the person in the chair. It's Mm -hmm. so awkward. I Mm -hmm. couldn't agree more. Yes. That's why you have to go to a restaurant or place you've been at. You guys scope take, it out. Take the higher seat, you know? Establish so that you can be peering down. Yes. Tell me how you really feel about that situation. <laughs> um, should we do one more? Yeah, let's do one more. Okay. Uh, is it my turn? Don't. Yeah. Do you have to bring something if your partner invites you to a birthday party for their friend? Oh, I, I'm going through this with, with weddings. Okay. Like, Mm. and I would like to have the follow-up question about this. And so your significant other is bringing something. Yeah. Cause it's their friend. It's their friend. You're good. Nothing. Nothing. Like their gift is on behalf of the couple. For sure. Oh, it should be noted that it's on behalf of the couple. What selfish person's going in there going, (laughs) this is from me. Ken, fuck off. She didn't bring you shit. Right. That's why we didn't yeah. like Fred. I, I also think if it's a if it's a destination wedding, you should pay more or maybe for the whole thing for your partner if it's your friend getting married. I brought up the wedding. I don't know if you're talking about the wedding. I mean, the, we use the birthday party, but honestly, it's a similar concept. We talked about yeah. the wedding thing a little bit on our finances episode. 
Um, but I, I agree with you though, Adam, about the like gift on behalf of the couple. For sure. A hundred percent. However, I'm getting two gifts out of us. I, and I do this is if I want to make a good impression on my significant other, and I know the person we're going to is very meaningful to that person. Mm -hmm. I go out and, and, and make the suggestion. We should also bring, I'm going to bring a bottle of wine. Like I, yes, I think that's very important in your life. I love that. Because I think there's a difference between the way the question's phrased is, do you have to? There's a difference between do you have to and would it be lovely if? Right, right. But I I do make it clear. Like I I do, you know, hey, I brought the bottle of wine for you. So (laughs) the wine was my idea. Right. So one of our writers um, has this concept called the single man exemption. And he feels that if you go to like a party, like, like a kid's second birthday party or like someone's, you know, birthday party who's married and it's all like couples and all that. He says, if you're a single man, you're exempt from being required to bring a gift. Like, it's just no. I'm like, all right, that guy's probably not going to bring a gift. Single man exemption. Why? No. You don't agree with this. The single <laughs> what, man. Are, what are his reasonings? You know, like, what am I going to go to like Nordstrom's and get like a one-year-old bathing suit? Like, I don't know. Like, you know, it's like. Yeah. Oh. I literally just did this. <laughs> you don't believe in the single man exemption? No, I, I for for kids' birthdays, I just bought everything. It's called Dino Donkers. Okay, <laughs> it's it's like sixteen bucks. It's Amazon. It's on Amazon. It's the best thing ever. And you put a cookie in this little toy dinosaur and you dunk it in. It was like the box says like two to fourteen. I'm getting it for newborns. Yeah, I'm no. just buying it, it off the shelves. That's what I. You're bring supporting their entire company at this point. Yeah. Exactly. I also don't agree with the single man exemption, but I like talking about it. Yeah, that's a wild then opinion. It, does that not extend to women? Is not a single, single woman, woman exemption? exemption? I don't know. I, we haven't ever actually discussed that. I'll ask him about that. I'll get back yeah, to that. Yeah, I would ask him but that. Them about it. Not <laughs> well, they don't even believe in the single man exemption. I feel like there'd be even less of one for a single woman exemption for some reason. Well, that's why I think that it this has to be insane because the single man <laughs> yeah. exemption is sort of premised on the idea that like, Oh, this poor single man is so incompetent. We can't expect right. him to bring a gift. That's chaotic. Right. It's weaponized incompetence is what it is. Yes. <laughs> well, that should be the name of my autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, one question, though, is if I get invited to a wedding that is mm-hmm. a friend of mine and my girlfriend has never met that person, can she say, I don't want to go? Yeah. Really? Absolutely. I think she should go. I 100% think that you don't have it now. You got to go. Yeah. Well, I think you absolutely. Oh, she didn't want to come. Yeah. <laughs> Why well, doesn't don't she want to say that? <laughs> no, I, no, I think you owe it to your, to your partner to be like, all right, I'll go to this wedding with you. Sometimes they're so inconvenient, though, and they don't know anyone, like you're saying. Right. Well, yeah. I think it I think it matters why. Like a lot of weddings, like let's say it's a destination wedding and we're talking about expenses and time off of work and like yep. things where I now can't do potentially can't do something that I would want to do in my life because of that wedding for your friend. Mm-hmm. I think it is totally fair that I'm like, you know what? I only have so many vacation days and I want right. to spend okay. it on this other thing. Yeah, if you're like in some like you know, wedding season where everyone is getting married and this one is a friend you've never met and it's in the Alps. Uh, I cannot, you know, like that, uh, that's too much. I'm going to the Alps to be yeah. clear. Oh, and, the, okay. and the other person should pay, I think, whoever's friend it is for the flights and hotels and stuff. Yeah. We like, I don't know about that. We debated about that one. Yeah. In a, in a prior I think you should pay your own I think, 
I think you buy your own flight. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So yes. why don't you don't want to go? Interesting. All right. I can live with Oh, that. well, if you don't want to go, don't go. Like, don't. Okay. I mean, that's fair. I do right. think, like, I think part of the social contract of being in a couple is that you do things you don't want to do sometimes. And Absolutely. So I, I do think the baseline should be that you attend weddings with your partner where they have a plus one. However, like, if it is truly, like, incredibly, if it is work interfering, if it is prohibitive for some right. reason, then we're having a different conversation. But if it's literally like, mm, it's kind of against my preference, then I think you suck it up and go. Well, yeah. My my thought was more like, not just, oh, I don't feel like it, but more like there are reasons yeah. like, beyond just, I'm just going to be petulant about this. But, I agree. And you don't need to bring a gift. <laughs> no gift gift on gift on behalf of the couple okay. yeah 100 guys this was really fun this was very fun i might be stealing I'm, your concept yeah go for it i'm very grateful <laughs> that we get to learn a lot about you know the other side of things yeah so you guys have very strong opinions as well well that was no <laughs> like there is no like hmm it's just like uh, no 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 okay listen we're sitting on the same side don't you interview me sitting up top <laughs> speaking down to me all right and we're well, ordering food i'm starving <laughs> I'm, so, I'm not i pre-ate right. Allie's bringing her <laughs> ring light as like an interrogation lamp uh right. yeah, i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> But this was very fun. Thank you both for for joining us and and bringing such good questions. Thanks so Thank much for you. having us. It was great. Yeah. And can you remind everyone where they can find your podcast in case they uh, forgot? We are. I'll be the judge of that on Spotify podcasts. Don't text me about it. <laughs> I mean, you can. You won't hear back. You yeah. won't hear back. Um, <laughs> at Judge Pod on Instagram. Judge Pod. Yeah. To vote on. Uh, we do the voting on Tuesdays. Oh, fun. Do you do it like in your story? Yeah, exactly. Love it. So yeah, head there, check it out. And thanks again, guys. Thanks Thank so you. much.